Boruto chapter 66. And you already know the deal. I'm going to talk about how much I've enjoyed it. And regardless of how much I've enjoyed it, I'm always going to degrade Boruto a bit because there's just certain a certain amount of ridiculousness that carries on chapter after chapter that aggravates me. But I have such, uh, so much love for the nostalgia Naruto brings me that I can't help but read it month after month. So here we are. Kawaki, last chapter, um, he used his karma and sort of had this Ishiki appearance with further dialogue and then confirmation from, I guess, a flashback with Amato. Or not even a flashback. Okay, so I'm, I'm going too quick. Kawaki, of course, uses this Ishiki karma form against Baruto that's, you know, being taken over by Momoshiki. They start throwing hands, duking it out. And I love the pacing because it isn't like... It's, he, um. Kawaki just uses his moves to, oh, look at everything I could do. Now let's just do some basic stuff here until we get to the resolution of the conflict. No, um, you see slowly he's able to throw the beams, shrink them, expand them just like Ishiki. And it's like, whoa, what's going on here? And then he uses those cubes that he, um, Ishiki used to use to, you know, trap Naruto on. And it's like, all right, did Amato like somehow grab Ishiki's DNA, whatever may be, and implanted into Kawaki's karma? I mean, Kawaki was seen as eh, an amazing, an amazing vessel, a reason they chose him. So whatever Amato did with the karma, so far, mind-blowing. And with this, of course, there's an objective that sort of I wouldn't say came out of nowhere, but has been solidified, and is that if Kawaki can't save Baruto from his uh, encore occurring situation with Momoshiki, he has to get eliminated. And that's just a raw ass choice. One thing that I felt that has been missing from Boruto is that I don't get that Hokage sense of urgency from Naruto. That's not to, you know, con to continuously belittle him by saying, well, he isn't strong enough, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But even as a Hokage, when you're supposed to put the village first, whenever Kawaki's telling Naruto this is the only option at this point, seeing as he's losing his control over Momoshiki, Naruto, of course, is like, what are you saying? This doesn't sound like you. And Kawaki, of course, he's going for the kill. And for a certain bit, Boruto is able to retain control over his body, push Momoshiki to the side, and agree with Kawaki as if this was something they've already agreed on before. I can't remember if I missed out on it on a previous chapter. And maybe I'm just, yeah, I somehow skipped on it and I wasn't aware of it. But it, they come to an agreement where Kawaki is going to kill Baruto in order to, you know, just end the process and the fear of Momoshiki taking over and killing everybody. And isn't that, isn't that poetic? It's just beautiful. True brothership right there. And real quick, because, you know, there's always a part where I got to degrade the chapter. I just love when there's an ongoing conflict between gods. Everybody just sort of stands by. And just spectates and not even spectating like there's a struggle on their end, but they're in it just as much as we are for entertainment. You got Cold holding on to Shikamaru, but it doesn't look like he's struggling either. And Shikamaru doesn't look like he wants to leave the leave the hole. They're both just sort of like, all right, we got front, front row, front row seats. I'm not really going to complain. You're sweating. You're not sweating. All right, we're cool. Naruto, not Naruto, Naruto just sort of stands there in awe of, you know, Kawaki having Ishiki's powers. And by the way, can we talk about the um the back and forth the rasengan and the arm clash it was nicely done with it just felt quick it felt straight to the point but not too rush a bit awkward that kawaki's hand is able to i guess survive a baruto momoshiki infused rasengan but it is what it is if he busts out a chidori at this point it's going to be a fan fiction so there's only so much we can do right but yeah um baruto 
of course, ultimately getting impaled by Kawaki gave him the good old classic Raditz treatment we saw in the beginning of Dragon Ball. Just, you know, I feel every protagonist, not protagonist, yeah, protagonist in any anime series just needs like a giant hole punched through them for whatever reason. It's like in order to be a protagonist, you need that. And if you're not able to survive it, then, you know, obviously you weren't built different like the rest of these MCs. Am I the only one that was thinking of that? Probably, probably. And there, so I have a couple questions regarding this chapter. Not too much, you know, as far as information, just hands being thrown and just like, whoa, Ishki powers. Um, let's kill Baruto and Naruto being pushed away. And here we are. So now that Baruto is, I'm assuming, going to die or is dead already, are they planning on having uh, Baruto's karma? sort of transfer on into another vessel and sort of reincarnate the same way Momoshiki did. Assuming Baruto's dead, how is Momoshiki playing a part into this? Because as we all know, the karma is sort of like, you know, genetic code that could go into another vessel and then, of course, reincarnate. Is it Baruto and Momoshiki together in the karma? And if they were to go to this third vessel, would it be another human? Is it like um, uh, Senju DNA... Um, Zetsu clone type of vessel. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. And it might be my, on my end when it comes to Baruto theories. I'm just like, I just want to get to the point where, you know, we arrived at the time skip that was teased and we're here. Now, I want to say this is establishing a parallel to what we saw in the time skip with Baruto and Kawaki facing off. You know, the tone of Kawaki, even though it seems like um, Baruto and Kawaki came to agreement, if it were to be a situation like this to, you know, finish me because you're my brother. And, you know, that's just the ultimate family bond right there. Will the karma continue to corrupt Kawaki? Because he did seem, he did come across a bit darker, you know, getting that, um, curse mark sort of that curse mark feeling i got from sasuke all the way back in my original naruto it just eerie a bit sinister and you know straight to the point we don't we don't got to beat around the bush i'm killing all of you sounds good and with the way everybody was standing around i promise you it looked like they didn't mind getting killed at this point if you were to tell me again if naruto was the hokage i would have been like nah nah that guy that guy Wait, that's Naruto? Really? We need to do something about this. Please, Kishi, please save him. Um, how would I rank these chapters? How would I rate a chapter review besides, you know, a little breakdown? I give it a I give it a 10 out of 10 for the simple fact that I guess I didn't see Naruto, uh, Baruto getting Raditz on. Yeah. With that, um, let's see, Super, Super came out. I'll be expecting a chapter review on that. I might do on my heroes, uh, Jagan, Jagan, however you pronounce it. And what else? What else am I reading? Having a bit of a brain fart, but I'll get back to you guys with it. Catch you on another episode. And that's about it.